from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, August 22nd, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. An elementary school student was killed this morning in western Ohio when the bus he was on was involved in a collision. It was a bus with a northwestern local school district in Springfield. Sergeant Tyler Ross with the Ohio State Highway Patrol says it happened just after 8 o'clock this morning. There was 52 total kids on the school bus, 53 including the school bus driver. There was one student that succumbed to fatal injuries at the scene of the crash. They were ejected from the school bus. 13 were transported by EMS to local area hospitals for treatment. 10 were transported by personal means or family members to local area hospitals for treatment. So 23 total kids were transported. Of those, 22 appear to have non-life-threatening injuries, and one is considered to be serious injuries and was transported to Children's Hospital. Sergeant Ross says the minivan went left of center and hit the bus, which went off the road and rolled onto its side. Both drivers were hurt but did not sustain life-threatening injuries. Ohio State University named its new president today, Walter Ted Carter, Jr., who is currently the president of the University of Nebraska. Wow. (laughs) What a true honor. I can't tell you how humbled I am by the support I have received I'm speaking on behalf of myself and my wife, Linda. This is the greatest honor of my career to be appointed president of this great university. He succeeds Christina Johnson, who announced her resignation in November after two years. Carter will start on January 1st. The increase in COVID cases being seen around Ohio comes just as school resumes, but that's a pattern seen before. Colin Dorsey has more with the Columbus Public Health Commissioner. Dr. Mashika Roberts says there's been an uptick around this time every fall, especially as those kids head back into the classrooms. Now, compared to the past two years, this August doesn't appear to have the same number of cases. We have more people now who've been appropriately vaccinated against COVID-19, or at least up to date on their COVID-19 vaccine and boosters. And we've got a large percentage of the population that have had COVID-19. So we're not seeing the number of cases we saw maybe two years ago this time. Vaccinations for this fall are starting to roll out in Columbus. Colin Dorsey. In Akron, a seven-year-old boy was seriously injured in a shooting at a city park on Sunday where youth football was being played. Police Chief Stephen Milet says they're still looking for the shooter believed to be 11 to 15 years old. The people committing the violence are getting younger and younger and younger. And as a community, we're going to have to figure this out. Several shots were fired. A 19-year-old was shot in the leg. In Massillon, Washington High School was evacuated just before noon today due to a threat. Students returned in the afternoon after it was determined to be a hoax. A student was taken into custody as the investigation continued. Also in Northeast Ohio, a person's been detained by police after a possible threat was made against Medina High School on Saturday. ONN's Tracy Townsend has that story. According to a letter sent to families by Medina High School's principal, school officials received reports of the possible threat via the Saved School Helpline. School district administrators worked alongside the Medina Police Department to investigate and respond to the reports. Medina Police detained the individual of concern. The principal says she cannot share any further details due to the age of the individual. Obviously, school security is a big issue these days. To the south of Columbus in Circleville, anybody who wants to get inside one of the school's buildings needs an ID. Andrew Kenzie has more. 
You'll walk up to the front entrance, ring the bell, scan your ID, and wait for someone inside to unlock the doors to let you in. Your ID is run through a background check system before you can be let in. The superintendent says along with the ID scanner, several other safety measures were added, including a way to monitor students' online activity. All the upgrades used federal or state grant money in an effort to make sure their schools are safe. I'm Andrew Kinsey. United Auto Worker members could go on strike next month if a new contract is not reached with the big three automakers. Michael Sandlin in Toledo says that has car dealerships concerned. The possibility of a nationwide strike weighs heavy on many automotive dealership employees, like Joe Mailing of Dave White Chevrolet. It puts us in a tough spot because we feel for the employees at the UAW, and we want to make sure that they're treated correctly and they get a fair contract. But we've been short on inventory for now going on three and a half, four years, and the strike puts the employees here in jeopardy. Mailing says if the workers do end up leaving the factories and hitting the picket lines, it could hurt their business very quickly. We right now have a rolling 30 day stock, maybe. Um, we used to carry between 300 and 350 vehicles. We're lucky if we ever hit 60. So that's been going on now since the chip shortage, which is over two years ago. I'm Michael Sandlin. Also in Northwest Ohio, classes are underway at Bowling Green State University. Chase Bachman has more. Bowling Green State University says this year's incoming class has more than 3,500 students, making it the largest since the pandemic. Even though BGSU is considered a mid-major university, the size can be a bit shocking for new students. Tomorrow I have a class of 194 people, and I've had classes with six at OSU Lima, so a bit of a culture shock. I think it's just kind of crazy, all the people we've seen on campus. I think it's been nice to meet so many new people from all over the place. Chase Bachman reporting in studio. In north central Ohio, a young boy died following an ATV crash in Marion County on Sunday. Here's Owen and Zarek Brown. Deputies from the Marion County Sheriff's Office were dispatched to a home after reports of an ATV crash Sunday. The caller told the Sheriff's Office that a five-year-old boy was unresponsive, not breathing, and was being given CPR. The boy was taken to Marion General Hospital for treatment, but later died as a result of injuries in the crash. No other information has been released, and the incident remains under investigation. Eric Brown, ONN News. Governor Mike DeWine is among those paying tribute to a former Southwest Ohio lawmaker who passed away over the weekend. Owen and Steve Vaughn has more. The Butler County Republican Party says former Ohio Senator Scott Nine died Saturday at the age of 72. Nine was first elected to the Ohio House in 1990, replacing John Boehner, who is making his first congressional run. In 1995, he was appointed to the Senate and served until 2004. When he said goodbye to his colleagues. I can't go without thanking them, my constituency back home, the people of Butler County. They gave me that opportunity to meet each and every one of you. A celebration of life will be held September 1st in his native Middletown. Steve Vaughn, ONN. And a cop in Northeast Ohio was in the right place at the right time. Russ Mitchell explains. A police officer in Amherst is being hailed a hero after saving a resident from their burning home. This happened while patrolman Gregory Ford was patrolling the area. He noticed a large plume of black smoke. Police say patrolman Ford helped the homeowner, who was unaware of the flames, out of the house. And that homeowner is said to be doing okay. I'm Russ Mitchell. 
Special thanks to our television affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WTOL in Toledo, and WBNS in Columbus, for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.